Hello there, I'm Brandon Julian, the host of the Update Podcast, and hopefully you're enjoying your weekend. We have been banished from new episodes until Monday, but much like celebrity Jeff hoaxes, we will be popping up intermittently until then. While you can still hear new episodes of the Update every weekday, on weekends we will be looking into our archives from the past three years. In the past three years, we've covered a lot, both good and bad. Now, I don't want anybody to panic, because uh, while I might sound a little bit differently in our archived episodes, just with really better microphone quality and occasional co-hosts, know that we'll be back to new episodes on Monday. So again, enjoy the rest of your weekend. (laughs) I'm just kidding. You don't have any more of your weekend. (laughs) We'll see you on Monday, and in the words of Roger Grimsby and Bill Butel, hoping that your news is good news, I thank you very much for joining me. Enjoy our archived episodes all weekend. Good luck. Be safe. Please be well, take care of each other, and we'll see you back here for a new episode of The Update on Monday. You're listening to The Update with Brandon Julian on New York's only EDM station. This is 90.3 WKRB, Kingsborough Community College, Brooklyn, New York. Good afternoon on The Update this Valentine's Day Friday. In the Harvey Weinstein rape trial, prosecutors have now completed their closing arguments after saying that the disgraced Hollywood mogul believed that he was so powerful he could get away with degenerating aspiring actresses. We'll have the latest details. In New Paltz, according to the latest water tests, uh, the water is now safe to drink, and Governor Cuomo has announced that a do-not-drink advisory has been lifted for water customers. In college baseball, there's a new rule that's intended to help speed up the game, but could also thwart attempts to steal signs. In Florida, a 74-year-old man won't be going to jail for his half-hearted attempt at bank robbery caused by depression over his wife's death. And with today being Valentine's Day, what do your flowers really mean? They may be vaguely familiar with common rose colors, and all the flowers we include in our Valentine's bouquets hold significance that we probably don't even know. We'll explain. This is the update on Valentine's Day, Friday, February the 14th, 2020. You're listening to 90.3 WKRB. Brooklyn's best rhythmic station. And now, Brandon Julian with an hour of news and information and your exclusive WKRB forecast. This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB and WKRB.org. Everything you need to know because anything can happen in New York City. And good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the update on a Friday afternoon. TGIF to all of you out there. It's also very good TGIF because three-day weekend. Yes, President's Day is on Monday. But, of course, today is important, too. It's Valentine's Day. Hopefully, you're spending this day with somebody that you love and care about. and might want to stay close to them because it's pretty cold out there. We'll give you details in our exclusive WKRB forecast. I'm Brandon Julian. Thank you so much for joining us. 
We have a lot of news to get to this afternoon. Uh, We are going to begin over at the Harvey Weinstein rape trial, where prosecutors there have completed their closing arguments. They said that the disgraced Hollywood mogul believed that he was so powerful that he could get away with denigrating, I should say, aspiring actresses, drawn into a world where he could sit at them, quote, complete disposables. The prosecutors are looking to focus the jury's attention back on the accusers who testified that their harrowing accounts alleging rapes, forced oral sex, groping, masturbation, lewd propositions, and casting couch excuses. The defense, however, contends that the two women that he's charged with attacking were opportunists who willingly latched on to Weinstein and acquiesced him to sex with him because they thought it would help their careers. Now the case is in the hands of the jury. On to some of the other news of this Friday. And we learned that Frederick Koch, who normally kept a low profile as an arts benefactor rather than joining his rich family's oil business, has died. He was 86 years old. His friend and longtime assistant, John Olson, told the New York Times that Koch died at his Manhattan home on Wednesday because of heart failure. Koch was the oldest of four sons of Fred Koch of Wichita, Kansas. He chose not to be a part of the family business that became the multinational corporation Koch Industries, but he used his share of stock to help support a career as a benefactor of the arts and historic preservation. He, of course, will be deeply missed. WKRB News Time is now 2.02. We told you about this yesterday, about a federal judge here in the city that was nominated by President Lyndon Johnson. He's now retiring at the age of 98. U.S. District Judge Jack Weinstein was known for favoring lenient sentences and rehabilitation. The New York Daily News reported on Wednesday that he retired this week after moving his remaining cases to his fellow jurists in the federal court based in Brooklyn. The newspaper reported that he was the longest-serving incumbent federal judge. In 1967, he was also the last federal judge named by Johnson. He had also contributed to the landmark case that struck down racial segregation in public schools. Meanwhile, up in the suburbs over in New Rochelle, uh, authorities there say that a construction worker died when he accidentally hit high-voltage wires while working in a cherry picker in the suburbs north of the city. New Rochelle police say 26-year-old Bronx resident Alejandro Manuel Caiciaguano Pelisa was working on a building exterior in New Rochelle on Wednesday afternoon when he accidentally hit some wires. Police say that he was electrocuted and killed. The New Rochelle Buildings Department and the Occupational Health and Safety Administration are continuing to uh, investigate. Further in the suburbs, over in New Pulse, as our WKRB News Time is now 2.04, 
Governor Cuomo has now announced that a do not drink advisory has been lifted for water customers. Cuomo said today that the new Paul's water is now safe to drink, according to the state's latest tests. The results had confirmed earlier tests that no detectable, detectable petroleum levels. Residents, though, are still advised to flush their systems to remove old water. Complaints about water tasting and smelling like gasoline, of course, led officials to issue a warning back on Monday to avoid using village water for cooking or even for drinking. SUNY New Paltz was shut down also for several days. Uh, the problem was traced to a damaged fuel line for the water treatment plant's heating system. We're going to tell you about some Valentine's Day stories because, of course, today is Valentine's Day. Over in Manhattan, over Grand Central Terminal, a lucky couple had the terminal all to themselves on Valentine's Day. As some people would say, all aboard the next express train to love. That was a terrible, that was a terrible quote, and I apologize. <laughs> Macy and Spencer Wise won a two-hour, three-course dinner for two out of 16,000 entries. Uh, Agurn executive chef Jeppe Anderson said, In the morning, it's a fun experience to see the couple being happy sitting down there. The couple has been recently married for two years and recently moved here to the city. Macy said, quote, Coming in here and the piano is playing and no one is here, you can really take in all the beauty of it. A Steinway piano was assembled inside the terminal so that the couple could have a pianist perform during their special overnight dinner. Spender said, quote, It felt really surreal just sitting here in disbelief. It kind of felt like a dream almost, but just trying to soak it up as much as we could. It was a challenge to pull off, though, with the date happening between 2.30 and 4.30 in the morning. Grand Central Director of Marketing Will Lewis said, quote, doing things such as moving trains, shutting platform access, building operations, it seems very simple, but uh, there's a lot of moving pieces. And once the terminal officially opened for the day, the couple was sent off to enjoy the rest of the holiday with a swag bag full of chocolates and other goodies. As we say in our business, that is what we call a truly happy ending. WKRB News Time now 207. We still have a lot more to cover on the update this Valentine's Day Friday. It looks beautiful out there, but boy, is it cold out there. And tomorrow we're going to keep more of the same before we finally start to rebound. And it is a jumbled mess on the subways for once. Well, your traffic and what it together is coming up next. And then we're going to talk some sports this afternoon, including a new rule in college baseball that could speed up the game and also thwart attempts to steal signs in the wake of the Astros cheating scandal. We're going to talk about all that in just two minutes from now. This is the update with Brandon Julian on a Friday afternoon, a getaway Friday before a long weekend and also Valentine's Day here on 90.3 WKRB. News for New Yorkers who never stop moving. You're listening to The Update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB.
Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. Well, I finally did it. I opened a 401k. So you're giving up. Just like that. Giving up on what? I'm getting an inheritance from a distant relative. Don't you think if there were a billionaire in the family, we'd know about it by now? Listen to me. We are one phone call away from riding horses on our own private polo grounds. One call from christening yachts, having a butler using summer as a verb. How do you figure? Look, everyone's got a rich uncle somewhere. It's statistics. So the best thing you can do is just prepare for the inevitable. Right. Which is why I thought maybe it would be smart to take control of my finances. You know, start using a budget, get out of debt, set some retirement goals. Budgets? Debt? You watch your mouth. Retirement shouldn't be a goal for us. It should be a way of life. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Listen, my life changed because someone was there to get me to use drugs. No one can understand. Whether or not they've struggled with addiction themselves... People seem to think that having someone who will listen is going to help make it better. I'm realizing that I... I need help. I'm listening. I need help. I'm realizing that I think that having someone who will listen is going to help make it better. Whether or not they've struggled with addiction themselves, people seem to understand. No one can get me to use drugs. My life changed because someone was there to listen. One in seven Americans will struggle with addiction during their lifetime. Want to know how you can help? Go to heretolisten.com for tips and tools to help turn addiction around. A public service announcement brought to you by the Ad Council. Of all the radio stations in New York, we just happen to be one of them. This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies, it's time for Traffic and Weather Together. WKRB News Time now to 10. Let's get you started with a check of the local subways this afternoon. And <laughs> boy, is there a lot to talk about. On your southbound N and Q trains, they're running on the local track from 34th Street to Canal Street while they get medical help for someone at 34th Street. Your southbound B, D, N, and Q trains are now running with delays after crews corrected a malfunctioning switch at DeKalb Avenue. Also, your N, R, and W trains are running with extensive delays in both directions after someone was struck and killed by a train between Lexington Avenue 59th Street and 5th Avenue 59th Street. Your one trains are delayed both directions while the NYPD responds to an unauthorized person on the tracks at 181st Street. Expect longer delays on your southbound sixes after crews retrieved a cat from the tracks near Hunts Point Avenue. And your L trains are running in delays with both directions after they moved a train with mechanical problems from service at 14th Street, uh, 14th Street Union Square. We also have midday plan work on your 4, F, and J trains, along with the Staten Island Railway until 3 or 3.30 this afternoon. For more information, you can check your local posters and stations under weekday work. You can visit mta.info or you can download the MyMTA app. And trains are flooding protection also through the spring. 
Uh, last stop is 86th Street. For service to and from Coney Island, you can use a D, F, or Q train. A free transfer is also available between the Avenue XF train station and the 86th Street N train station. It's about a five-minute walk, or you can transfer to the B1 or B4 buses when using your Metro card. For wheelchair-accessible passengers, transfer to the D train at 34th Street Herald Square or New Utrecht Avenue, 62nd Street. Also, accessibility work continues until 2022 on your Grand Central Shuttle. Track 1 is out of service. Tracks 3 and 4 are available. For faster service on 42nd Street, you can use the 7 train, or you can transfer to the M42 bus on the street level. Other than that, all the other subways they are running on are close to schedule. Brief check of the roadways for you in Manhattan on the FDR Drive going southbound. We have an accident over at exit 14 near 96th Street. You're backed up all the way to the RFK Triborough Bridge over at exit number 17. And in Brooklyn on the Bell Parkway eastbound, accident takes out the left lane over at exit 13 near Rockaway Parkway. You're backed up to Knapp Street over at exit number 9. Alternate side parking and meter rules are in effect today, and garbage and recycling is on schedule. Let's take a first look right now at our exclusive WKRB forecast. You've been outside today. That biting wind is making our wind chills feel in the teens, not even the upper teens, the mid-upper teens most of the day. And it's only going to get worse as we go uh, as we go into the nighttime hours. But the good news is about this is that it's only a brief cold spell. If you can get through today, tonight, and really tomorrow, Sunday is the pick of the weekend. And maybe Monday, too, if you're fortunate enough to have Monday off. Uh, for the rest of this afternoon, we'll have sunny skies. We'll hang steady and probably try to get near the freezing mark. Wind chills up between 15 and 20 all day. Northwest wind around 20 miles per hour. And then for tonight, we'll have clear skies, lows around 19. Wind chills between 10 and 15, however, with a north wind at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Currently outside right now, it's 29 degrees and sunny. Our humidity is at 30%. Our winds are at the west-northwest at 13 miles per hour. Makes it feel like it's 20 if you're stepping out. 29 degrees, we're going to see if we can barely get to 31 this afternoon. Otherwise, we'll be dropping to 19 tonight with those clear skies. And wind chills around 10 to 15. WKRB News Time is now 2.15. Now, with the latest scores and highlights, it's time for the sports update. Let's talk some spring training news on uh, this Friday. Don't know why my pages are so sticky, but there we go. <laughs> Let's start over in Cleveland where the Indians have already suffered a blow before the first games have even begun. Starter Mike Clevenger injured his left knee during a workout in Arizona and will now have surgery. The team says he tore cartilage on Wednesday and a timetable for his return will be set after the operation. Clevenger won 13 games last year and the Indians are counting on him to be to have an even larger role after two-time Cy Young Award winner Corey Kluber was traded this winter to the Rangers in Texas. Clevinger has won 38 games over the past three seasons, so his presence will definitely be missed in that Indians rotation. Meanwhile, going down to Florida, 
Uh, the Braves and first baseman Yonder Alonso finalized their minor league contract, and he will report to Major League Spring Training. Alonzo gives the team some insurance behind Freddie Freeman, who had surgery in October on his right elbow. Uh, Freeman, though, last month said that he has no pain in the elbow and will be ready to go for spring training. The 32-year-old Alonzo also had 10 home runs with Colorado and the White Sox last season. He made the 2017 All-Star team with Oakland. Alonzo has appeared in 14 career games at third, where the Braves also have an opening. Finally, this afternoon, with all this talk going on about the Astros' sign-stealing scandal, there's a new rule coming in college baseball that's intended to help speed up the game, but could also thwart attempts to steal signs. The NCAA will allow a pitcher to wear a wristband with a signal card when the season opens today. That will allow him and the catcher to look into a dugout to get pitch calls and eliminate the need for the catcher to relay the call with hand signs. Of course, sign stealing has come to the forefront since the Astros were found to have used electronics to steal signs in 2017 and 2018. Terms of today's action, both the Devils and Rangers are on the road tonight. Islanders are off. The NBA has its all-star game this weekend. Devils are in Carolina taking on the Hurricanes at 7. Same thing, Rangers are in Columbus to take on the Blue Jackets. WKRB News Time now to 18. When we come back on the update this afternoon, it'll be time to talk about our weird but true stories. We'll tell you about a pack of peacocks that have wrecked, hammock, wrecked havoc in a neighborhood. And also the pursuit of a man ended after he called his mother. And then got a call from the sheriff. It's very interesting, to say the least. We'll talk about that. <laughs> we'll also talk about what happened on this day in history that's coming up in just two minutes. <laughs> All right, composure. <laughs> This is the update with Brandon Julian on a Friday afternoon, a getaway Friday before a long weekend. Also, it's Valentine's Day here at 90.3 WKRB. Keep it tuned in to WKRB. The update returns in a moment. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, we'll probably stay together. Probably? <laughs> it's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. 
buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. Well, I finally did it. I improved my credit score. You're kidding, right? Uh, no. How are we supposed to be the bad boys of electrosynth pop if you're out there being responsible? The band is about to be discovered. This is our year. Uh, yeah, you've been saying that for a while now. You think anyone in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was worried about their credit score? I never really thought that Of we were... course they weren't. Rock stars aren't supposed to think about that kind of stuff. We're supposed to think about how many guitars we've smashed, write aggressively sensitive power ballads, start questionable fashion trends, tragically break up and blame creative differences. All right, all right, just... I thought maybe it was time to take control of my finances, you know? Start using a budget. Get out of debt. Set some goals. A budget? Debt? Set some goals? Listen, I knew that we'd have our creative differences, but I was hoping they'd involve a little more scandal. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Paging common sense. Paging common sense. Is there any common sense left in the room? This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Welcome back to the aforementioned update with Brandon Julian. Friday afternoon, Valentine's Day here on 90.3 WKRB. We are also streaming online, WKRB.org. Of course, it's uh, some people will say this is the most romantic day of the entire year. Of course, it's very convenient that Valentine's Day today, at least this year, is on a Friday. Because we know lots of people will be celebrating the festivities of Valentine's Day all weekend long. There's lots of stuff to do uh, this Valentine's Day if you, uh, for various people, like to do these sorts of things. Like uh, I have the AM, the new paper, the AM New York Metro uh, in front of me. Uh, so, like, if you need some things to do for Valentine's Day, like, there's uh, the Valentine's Day market over in Grand Central Station from 12 to 6. Uh, the Brooklyn Design Center goes, it'll take you on a behind-the-scenes tour from 2 to 5, but you have to register online for that. Same thing if you want to, uh, for Times Square proposals and vow renewals. Uh, it starts at six o'clock from from the performers and cast members of Dear Evan Hansen. I always like that's always probably one of the, the most romantic things about Valentine's Day. Those people who are those people who propose on Valentine's Day and the people who renew their vows. It's kind of one of the two best days to renew your vows, except for your anniversary, of course. Uh, but there are, of course, there are lots of other ways uh, to celebrate this treasured Valentine's Day. One person is offering $25,000 for help finding love. I'm not making that up. <laughs> we will tell you about that later, along with what your Valentine's Day flowers really mean. In our honorable mentions coming up at the end of the broadcast this afternoon, I'll also tell you what your uh, what the forecast is looking like if you're deciding to celebrate Valentine's Day all weekend long. And our exclusive WKRB forecast coming up also in the next half hour. Our WKRB news time right now is 2:24. Uh, it's time to talk about the weird but true stories we have this Friday. We will begin down in Miami, in Florida, with the Miami Herald. 
There's a pack of peacocks that has wreaked havoc on a neighborhood there. And they'll soon be located after city commissioners sided with residents and agreed to have the birds taken away. The commission's unanimous vote last night was a big win for residents who've complained that the birds have taken control of their North Grove neighborhood, mating into the night, pooping in large piles, and scratching cars as they travel in packs of 20 to 40 or even more. One resident told commissioners the massive infestation of peacocks has ruined the quality of life for him and his wife. Now, I don't know if you've ever seen, I don't know if people have ever seen two peacocks mate, but uh, that will keep you up at night. Not that I've seen two peacocks mating before. It is a rumor I have heard. <laughs> Finally this afternoon, uh, let's go out west to New Mexico, where the pursuit of an armed man by New Mexico deputies ended after he called his mother, who then got a call from the sheriff, who was another one of his relatives, who urged him to surrender. Chavez County Sheriff Mike Harrington said he called Jeremy Graves, as he was being pursued in the Roswell area. Harrington told the Roswell Daily Record that Graves threw the gun out of his car and stopped, but didn't get out until deputies tried to break a window to take him into custody. Graves doesn't yet have an attorney who can comment on the matter. You know what's bad if uh, the sheriff, you're related to the sheriff, and he calls, he called his mother, and then gets a call from the sheriff to get you to surrender. That's that is a whole lot of things just going wrong there. <laughs> WKRB News Time is now 226. Uh, let's talk about what happened on this day in history. For this February 14th, uh, today, of course, is Valentine's Day. Uh, the highlights day came in 2018. When a gunman that was identified as a former student opened fire with a semi-automatic rifle at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School near Fort Lauderdale in Florida, killing 17 people in the nation's deadliest school shooting since the attack in Newtown, Connecticut, more than five years earlier. In 1859, Oregon was admitted to the Union as the 33rd state. In 1876, inventors Alexander Graham Bell and Alicia Gray applied separately for patents related to the telephone. Uh, The U.S. Supreme Court eventually ruled Bell as the rightful rightful inventor. In 1912, Arizona became the 48th state of the Union as President William Howard Taft signed a proclamation. In 1913, labor leader Jimmy Hoffa was born in Brazil, Indiana. College football coach Woody Hayes was born in Clifton, Ohio. And sports broadcaster Mel Allen was born in Birmingham, Alabama. In 1929, the St. Valentine's Day Massacre took place in the Chicago garage as seven rivals of Al Capone's gang were gunned down. In 1945, during World War II, British and Canadian forces reached the Rhine River in Germany. In 1949, Israel's Knesset convened for the first time. 
1967, Aretha Franklin recorded her cover of Otis Redding's Respect at Atlantic Records here in New York. In 1979, Aldolf Dubbs, the U.S. ambassador to Afghanistan, was kidnapped by Kabul by Muslim extremists and killed in a shootout between his abductors and police. In 1984, six-year-old Stormy Jones became the world's first heart-liver transplant recipient when the surgery was performed at Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh. She lived until November of 1990. In 1985, cable news CNN reporter Jeremy Levin, hold, held hostage by extremists in Lebanon, escaped from his captors. And in 2013, double amputee and Olympic sprinter Oscar Pistorius shot and killed his girlfriend, Reva Steenkamp, at his home in Pretoria, South Africa. He was later convicted of murder and is currently serving a 13-year prison term. Also, American Airlines and U.S. Airways announced an $11 billion merger that turned American into the world's biggest airline. WKRB News Time now 229. We still have a lot more to cover on the update in our next half hour. We'll give you a recap of our top story. Prosecutors make their closing arguments in the Harvey Weinstein rape trial. We'll give you the latest details. We'll also give you another check of your traffic and weather together. We'll go to Wall Street. We'll talk some business news that's happening there. Later on, we will talk national news, including how a 74-year-old Florida man won't go to jail for his half-hearted attempt at bank robbery caused by depression over his wife's death. And at the end of the broadcast this afternoon in our honorable mentions, for many, people will say their love with with flowers today, today being Valentine's Day. And while we all may know or be vaguely familiar with common rose colors, all the flowers we include in our Valentine's bouquets hold significance that we probably don't even know. And we'll help explain some of that. All coming up in this next half hour when we return in just two minutes. This is the update with Brandon Julian on a Friday afternoon, a getaway Friday before a long weekend. It's also Valentine's Day here on 90.3 WKRB. News for New Yorkers who never stop moving. You're listening to The Update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Would you like to feel romantic with Johnny Mathis? Isn't it romantic? Music in the night. A dream that can be heard. Or maybe swing with Sinatra. Adjust the way you look tonight. Or perhaps your choice is listening to today's top cabaret stories. Life is a cabaret, old chum. Come to the cabaret. It all happens every Sunday at 7 p.m. With me, Ron Foreman, on WKRB 90.3 FM. Great songs, great singers, and so very much more. The new sound of college radio. Something everybody can listen to. Oh, yeah. This is 90.3 WKRB, Kingsborough Community College, Brooklyn, New York. 
When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I, I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny I up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. You're listening to Brooklyn's best rhythmic station, 90.3 WKRB with Brandon Julian. Now, the update continues on 90.3 WKRB. It's everything that you need to know because anything can happen in New York. And good afternoon again, everyone. Welcome back to the update on a Friday afternoon. A getaway Friday before a long weekend. And also, it's Valentine's Day today. We have a couple of heartwarming stories and our honorable mentions coming up in a little over, in a little under 20 minutes from now. I'm Brandon Julian. Thank you so much for staying with us. Let's get you a recap of our top story this afternoon. It's at the Harvey Weinstein rape trial where prosecutors have now completed their closing arguments. They say that the disgraced Hollywood mogul believed that he was so powerful he could get away with degenerating aspiring actresses, drawn into a world where he could consider them, quote, Complete disposables. Prosecutors are looking to focus the jury's attention back on the accusers who testified that their harrowing accounts alleging rapes, forced oral sex, groping, masturbation, lewd propositions, and casting couch excuses. The defense, however, is contending that the two women he's charged with attacking were opportunists who willingly latched onto Weinstein and acquiesced to sex with him because they thought it would help their careers. Now, of course, this case is now in the hands of the jury. That's our top story on the update this Friday. Let's get you around the city as we are in the dawn of the PM rush. WKRB News Time is now 2.35. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies, it's time for traffic and weather together. Let's get you started again with a check of the local subways. Your one trains are proceeding with delays in both directions. After the NYPD responded to an unauthorized person on the track at 181st Street. Expect longer wait times, of course, still in your N and W trains in both directions. After the NYPD and EMS responded to someone who was struck, by, struck and killed by a train at Lexington Avenue 59th Street between Lexington and 5th Avenue 59th Streets. We have midday planned work also on your 4, 6, F, and J trains, along with the Staten Island Railway, until 3 or 3.30 this afternoon. For more in-depth information, you can check your local posters and stations under weekday work. You can visit mta.info, or you can download the My MTA app. And trains are flooding protection through the spring. Uh, last stop is 86th Street. Service to and from Coney Island, you can use a D, F, or Q train. 
A free transfer is also available between the Avenue XF train station and the 86th Street N train station. It's about a five-minute walk, or you can transfer to the B1 or B4 buses when using your Metro card. For wheelchair-accessible passengers, transfer to the D train at 34th Street Herald Square or New Utrecht Avenue 62nd Street. Also, accessibility work continues until 2022 on your Grand Central Shuttle. Track 1 is out of service. Tracks 3 and 4 are available. For faster service on 42nd Street, you can use the 7 train. Or you can transfer to the M42 bus on the street level. Other than that, all the other subways, they are running on it close to schedule. Alternate side parking and meter rules are in effect today, and garbage and recycling is on schedule. Let's take another look right now at our exclusive WKRB forecast. This is one of the colder Valentine's Days that we remember. But uh, this is a cold spell that's not going to last all that long. Uh, We said yesterday that we've been very fortunate with this mild winter that we've been having. But, of course, March lurks around the corner, and we all know how the weather in March can be. Uh, but uh, once we get past Saturday, we're going to get back into milder milder temperatures with temperatures reaching near 50 degrees on Sunday and even in the mid-50s on Tuesday. Like I said, mild winters. <laughs> you just don't know what to make of them. For tonight, we'll have clear skies. Our lows will be around 19. Wind chills between 10 and 15 with a north wind around 5 to 15 miles an hour. Tomorrow for you, Saturday, we'll have sunny skies, highs around 33, wind chills between 20 and 30. Saturday night, we'll have partly cloudy skies, lows around 29. Sunday, we'll have partly sunny skies, highs around 46. There's the rebound. Uh, Sunday night, we'll have partly cloudy skies, lows around 33. And then for Monday, uh, President's Day, we'll have mostly sunny skies, highs around 47. Currently outside right now, 29 degrees and sunny, our humidity at 30%. Winds are west-northwest at 13 miles per hour. 29 degrees, excuse me, I should say it makes it feel like it's 20 if you're stepping out. 29 degrees, we're going down to 19 this evening with those wind chills between 10 and 15. WKRB News Time now, 2.38. Uh, Let's talk some business news on this Friday. Stocks were edging lower in midday trading as investors were continuing to look over corporate earnings reports. Technology companies rose, however, after chipmaker NVIDIA handily beat analysts' profit forecast for the fourth quarter. Online travel company Expedia and Sharpie Maker also climbed on solid earnings. Energy and healthcare companies, though, lagged the market. Bond prices rose and the yield on the 10-year Treasury fell to 1.58% from 1.61% late yesterday. Taking a look at the numbers right now, a little over an hour 20 to the closing bell. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is down 88 points to 29,334. The S&P 500 is now higher, up by one point, And the NASDAQ is also higher near by seven and a half points. Out west in Seattle, uh, a Customs and Border Protection memo that was obtained by the Associated Press now confirms that bus companies such as Greyhound do not have to allow Border Patrol agents on board to conduct routine checks for illegal immigrants. That's contrary, however, to Greyhound's long insistence that it has no choice but to let the agents on board. 
Immigrant rights activists say that the memo gives them additional leverage as they pressure Greyhound to stop allowing sweeps. Uh, Greyhound told the AP that it appreciated the Border Patrol, quote, clarifying its policy. Uh, It reiterated that it does not consent to the searches, but refuses to say whether it would prohibit agents from boarding its buses. WKRB News Time now 240. When we come back on the update this afternoon, it'll be time to talk national news, uh, including how a 74-year-old Florida man won't be going to jail for his half-hearted attempt at bank robbery caused by depression over his wife's death. But we will lead off in Washington, where federal prosecutors have declined to charge the former deputy director of the FBI, Andrew McKay. We'll lead off with that in just one minute. This is the update with Brandon Julian on a Friday afternoon, a getaway Friday for before a long weekend, and it's also Valentine's Day here on 90.3 WKRB. Keep it tuned in to WKRB. The update returns in a moment. As an 18-year-old... I let my mistakes kind of take over my life. I was 0.5 credits away from completing high school, and I didn't do it. Ten years later, at age 28, Jackie finished her high school diploma. When I found out that I was pregnant, I know that I had to do something for myself if I wanted to make her a better person and provide a better life for her. My family never stopped pushing for me to be better because they knew what I could become and who I could become as a person. My support team is amazing the educational director, my sister, and even my seven-year-old daughter has just been more than the support that I could ask for. I've been given an opportunity, and I'm just thankful for it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Listen to us on Mixcloud to learn more about the stories that matter to you. And did you miss out on any episode of The Update? Listen to us anytime at Mixcloud.com slash the WKRB update. Welcome back to The Update with Brandon Julian here at 90.3 WKRB. We are also streaming online on WKRB.org. Our WKRB news time is now 243 It is time to talk some national news on this Friday, and we are going to begin in Washington, where federal prosecutors have now declined to charge the former deputy director of the FBI, Andrew McCabe, closing an investigation into whether he had lied to federal officials about his involvement in a news media disclosure. That's according to a statement from McCabe's legal team today. The decision, of course, resolved a criminal investigation that spanned more than half a year and began with a referral from the Justice Department's Inspector General, which said that McCabe repeatedly lied about having authorized a subordinate to share information with a newspaper reporter for a 2016 article about an FBI investigation into the Clinton Foundation. Prosecutors told McCabe's lawyers that they have decided, quote, not to pursue criminal charges against him after careful consideration. 
In other news this afternoon, uh, President Trump is now ignoring his attorney general's public request to stop tweeting about the Justice Department. Trump says he has the legal right to ask the agency to intervene in the criminal case, but he's so far, quote, chosen not to. Trump's tweet this morning came just hours after Attorney General Bill Barr said in a striking interview with ABC News that the president's tweet were making it, quote, impossible to do his job, especially following the department's bungled handling of the sentencing recommendation for Trump ally and confidant Roger Stone. Trump has the right to compel the Department of Justice to investigate as an executive branch agency. But historically, the Justice Department has functioned as an independent agency. WKRB News Time is now 2.45. Down in Little Rock in Arkansas, there's a federal appeals court panel in Washington that has upheld a lower court's decision that blocked the Trump administration's work requirements for Medicaid recipients. Today's decision from a three-judge panel of the U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in Washington found that Arkansas's work requirements for Medicaid recipients to be, quote, arbitrary and capricious. The Trump administration has allowed states to require able-bodied adults drawing Medicaid benefits to work, volunteer, or study. Officials argue, however, that work can make people healthier. Nearly 20 states are in various stages of trying to implement work requirements. Arkansas Republican Governor Asa Hutchinson said that he's hopeful that the U.S. Supreme Court will review the case. Meanwhile, out west in Des Moines, in Iowa, in Decision 2020, Iowa Democratic Party officials have now agreed to hire two high-profile lawyers to investigate the factors leading to a meltdown in the state's lead-off presidential caucuses and how the party responded. The party's state central committee voted last night to spend up to $50,000 to retain Nick Kleinfeld, a former U.S. attorney, and Bonnie Campbell, a former Iowa attorney general. The Des Moines Register reports that officials hope the review will be completed within 45 days. The party, of course, has been reeling since the night of the caucuses back on February 3rd when problems with a mobile app and other issues prevented it from immediately releasing results. We'll be back with more national news in just one minute. WKRB News Time is now 2.47. Hi, uh, I found a toy dinosaur over on the playground by Smith Street. Uh, it had this phone number on it, and, well, uh, I just wanted to make sure the dinosaur made it back to its little owner. Yeah, hi. I think I found your kid's stuffed animal near the swing set. Um, just want to call. I'm sure she misses it. I know my son gets super attached to the smallest things, even a fire truck, uh, and I'd be happy to drop it off. The toy was a little muddy, so I cleaned it up, and um, it's good to go whenever you're around. When I found the little sippy cup, I just had to give you a call. It's for a kid, you know? We'd do anything for kids. Yet one in six children in the U.S. struggle with hunger. Help end childhood hunger and give all of our kids the meals they need to grow. Learn how at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. 
WKRB News Time is now 2.48. Down in Columbia, in South Carolina, uh, investigators there say that they found a man dead inside of a South Carolina home shortly after finding an item from a missing six-year-old girl inside of his trash can. Faye Marie Swetlick disappeared back on Monday while playing in her front yard after getting off the school bus in case. Her death is being investigated as a homicide, although details about how she died have not yet been released. Case police say that the girl's body was found yesterday in the woods, and police think it was put there after investigators found the evidence inside the trash can of a neighbor, 30-year-old Cody Scott Taylor. In other news this afternoon, out of Port-au-Prince in Haiti, healthcare workers there say that a fire swept through a Haitian children's home run by a Pennsylvania-based nonprofit group, killing 13 children. Rosemarie Lewis, a childcare worker, told the Associated Press that she saw 13 children's bodies being carried out of the orphanage of the Church of Bible Understanding in the Kenskoff area outside of Port-au-Prince, the Haitian capital. Lewis, who worked at the home, said today that the fire began around 9 o'clock last night and firefighters took about an hour and a half to arrive. She says that the orphanage had been using candles for light due to problems with its generator and inverter. WKRB News Time is now 2.50. Out west in uh, Bakersfield in California, a man that's accused of opening fire aboard a Greyhound bus in California has pleaded not guilty to one count of first-degree murder and five counts of attempted murder. The Bakersfield Californian reports that 33-year-old Anthony, Anthony Devante Williams of Capitol Heights, Maryland, entered his pleas yesterday in Kern County Superior Court. The shooting occurred back on February 3rd as the bus was on Interstate 5 between Los Angeles and Bakersfield. Authorities and a witness say a passenger was cursing and muttering incoherently before he opened fire. Other passengers disarmed the man and forced him off of the bus. A woman was killed and five other people were wounded. Finally, this afternoon, we're going to end things a little lighter out in West Palm Beach in Florida. A 74-year-old Florida man won't be going to jail for his half-hearted attempt at bank robbery caused by depression over his wife's death. Sandy Hawkins reached an agreement with the Palm Beach County prosecutors today. They'll spend the next year at a Christian residence for the homeless, and if he stays out of trouble... The charges will be dropped. Hawkins was unarmed when he went into a bank back in November and demanded $1,100. He made the teller take back $900 after she gave him $2,000 and then lost the money back after leaving the bank. He confessed to police the next day. Even when criminals do something wrong, sometimes there's a happy ending. Of course, for many people today, they'll be saying their love with flowers. Uh, And of course, we all may know, or at least be vaguely familiar with the common rose colors. 
But all the flowers we include in our Valentine's bouquets hold significance that we probably don't even know. We have some honorable mentions, Valentine's Day edition, to uh, tell you about. Uh, when the update with Brandon Julian for this Valentine's Day returns in just 60 seconds. Listen, my life changed because someone was there to get me to use drugs. No one can understand. People think that having someone who will listen makes it better. I need help. I'm listening. I need help. I think that having someone who will listen makes it better. People understand. No one can get me to use drugs. My life changed because someone was there to listen. Go to heretolisten.com for tips and tools to turn addiction around. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Listen and imagine. It takes five seconds to send a text. And for those five seconds, you're driving blind. Life is worth more than a text. Stay alive. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. Brandon Julian from New York, the real mall of America. This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Welcome back to the as mentioned update, Brandon Julian. Friday afternoon is Valentine's Day here in 90.3 WKRB. Also streaming online on WKRB.org. Our WKRB News Tim now 254. Just enough time left this afternoon for a couple of our honorable mentions. Uh, most of them are Valentine's Day related. But first, uh, Snapchat. We all use it. I know I use it to take pictures with my with my special partner. Well, they're rolling out a new feature that's designed to help uh, improve users' mental health. It's called Here For You, and it will share self-help information when users search topics like uh, anxiety, depression, suicide, and bullying. The feature will also allow users to connect with experts on their specific topics through the app. Of course, Snapchat is a very popular social media app with teens, which is the age group that reports the most online bullying. So at least it's nice that they're able to get some help. Let's go out to Prairie Village in Kansas now. Because they say love doesn't cost a thing, but one man is definitely thinking differently. Find Jeff Gabart a girlfriend and he'll pay you $25,000. It's according to being reported by WDAF. It sounds like a lot of money until you start talking with him about the value of love and happiness. Uh, the 47-year-old, who's never been married, says he tried online dating after his last breakup, but it wasn't for him. Then he and a group of friends got to talking about how much time they invest each year swiping right, just to find out that they should have swiped left. Uh, that's when he formed focus groups and worked with friends for six months to build a website based on a simple premise. Uh, the promise of a payout has grabbed headlines across the country since it was launched last weekend, even landing him in People magazine. But the site is really based on the matching personality analytics only, the Jeff G. He also said if he finds his match, he will also donate $25,000 to a no-kill dog shelter. That's nothing but good news all around, right? 
uh, WKRB News Time now 256. Finally, this afternoon, we told you before, many people will say their love with uh, flowers on Valentine's Day. We all may be vaguely familiar with the common rose colors, red for love, pink for joy, white for purity, and yellow for friendship. But all the flowers we include in our bouquets hold significance that we probably don't even know. There's nothing wrong with giving roses on Valentine's Day, but they're not only expensive, they're likely to be smaller than roses you'll find the rest of the year because they are essentially forced to grow quickly to meet the high demand. Uh, Red roses are often paired with baby's breath, which makes sense because the latter means everlasting love. Uh, Tulips, we can also look that for romantic arrangements. Tulips are often seen as cheerful, friendly flowers. Sweet peas are a kind of orchard or a gorgeous and fragrant flower that not only plays well in a bouquet, but also stands for loyalty and steadfastness. Promise to your sweetheart that you'll be true. So that's part of uh, just the more you know, folks. The more you know. WKRB News Time, now 2.57. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies, it's time for traffic and weather together. Final check of our rail conditions if you're heading out to the subways right now. Your one trains are proceeding in both directions after the NYPD responded to an unauthorized person on the tracks at 181st Street. Northbound 6 is delayed while they move a train with door problems from service at 14th Street Union Square. L trains both directions because uh, delayed after they moved a train with mechanical problems from service at 14th Street Union Square. And expect longer wait times in your N and W trains after the NYPD and EMS responded to someone who was earlier struck and killed by a train between Lexington Avenue and 5th Avenue, 59th Streets. Midday planned work also on your 4, 6, F, J trains and the Staten Island Railway until 3 or 3.30. For more information, you can check mta.info, posters and stations under weekday work, or download the My MTA app. Other than that, all the other subways are running on a close to schedule. Alternate side parking and meter rules are in effect today, and garbage and recycling is on schedule. Final look at our forecasts for this Valentine's Day. Tonight we'll have clear skies, lows around 19 Wind chills though between 10 and 15 with a north wind 5 to 15 miles an hour. Tomorrow for your Saturday, we'll have sunny skies, highs around 33 with the wind chills between 20 and 30. Sunday is the rebound day, partly sunny skies, highs around 46. And then for your President's Day Monday, mostly sunny skies, highs around 47. Currently outside right now, 29 degrees and sunny, humidity at 30%. Winds are west-northwest at 13 miles per hour. Uh, Make you feel like it's 20 if you're stepping out. 29 degrees, we're going down to 19 this evening with those clear skies and the wind chills between 10 and 15. Our thought for today is from R.D. Lang, a Scottish psychiatrist, born in 1927 and died in 1989. Our thought for today is we are effectively destroying ourselves by violence masquerading as love. I'm going to let you guys ponder on that, as we say in the words of Walter Cronkite, that is the way it is. Friday, February the 14th, 2020. That is the update on this Friday, on this Valentine's Day, and for this week. I'm Brandon Joy, and we appreciate you joining us. 
hoping your news is good news. Visions and Solutions, Soul Jazz Phenom and Sweet Sounds take you through this weekend. We are off Monday for President's Day. We'll be back Tuesday afternoon at 3 o'clock for the late edition of the update. For all of us here at WKRB, make sure you have a good weekend. Sunday is the cold day. Saturday is the cold day. Sunday is the rebound day. And enjoy those Valentine's Day festivities. And honey, I'm really looking forward to giving you this, uh, these roses and all these things I have, Valentine's gifts I have for you. Have a great long weekend, everyone. We'll see you back here Tuesday for the updated three.